TheLinguist.com, the power of language. Uh, what do you do if you've really made somebody angry with you? All right? If you've, um, if you've done something that in retrospect you shouldn't have done, um, that an, an apology is certainly the place to start. But saying to somebody, uh, I want to make this right, and saying what will it take to make it right is a second-tier response. The first-tier response is, these are some of the things I've thought about. Tell me what would work for you, and if not, I'd really like to know. Just going to somebody and saying, look, what can I do? even if your tone of voice is not sarcastic, is usually not as effective as saying, I want to make it right. This is what I thought about, and if it's not good enough, tell me some suggestions on, that, that you may, may have. Uh, because what you don't want to do is be angry with somebody forever on either side of it, and you don't want somebody angry with you forever. So, apology, start, but I want to make this right. Okay? I'm Dr. Joy Brown. As you know, I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind, whether it's uh, an issue with your mom or your kid, whether you're having trouble with somebody who uh, you just met who hasn't called you back or somebody who won't quit calling you, whether you're talking about um, finding a new job or trying to figure out how to leave the job you've got. Whatever it is that's on your mind is what we talk about around here. Renee, you're on the air. I'm Dr. Joy Brown. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. Uh, my issue is with my kid. Okay. He's 12, and it may actually not be an issue. I don't know. This is for you to, to tell me. Okay. <laughs> he, um, I read him stories. We read, like, the Harry Potter books and mm-hmm. stuff together. And the last, I don't know, maybe two months, he hasn't. It's, kind of, it's getting cold where we live, and, you know, we get under the covers and read stories. The last couple of months, he kind of has... Wait, 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 wait. What's that? You get under the covers with your son and read stories? No, I'll be reading. We, like, get in bed, and I'll... Yeah. Or, or we'll be in my bed. And I'll be like, He's you probably a little old for that. Well, so he, he informed me. Well, but hadn't that occurred to you? I mean, 12-year-old is, is, I mean... Well, he's just turning 12. He's still 11. Well, but I, no, he's not, though. I mean, for four or five-year-olds, everybody hauling into bed and sort of reading stories on, on Sunday morning is one thing, or reading the, the newspapers or something. But I think but once the kid, once a child is aware of sexual dimorphism, which is usually about five years old when kids start school, is uh, it's time not to do that anymore. Okay. So we're seven years past that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, that's, yeah, okay. I, What's I the question you. here? Well, he he started to refuse. He's just like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I just, it didn't even occur to me. I'm like, well, why? You know? And finally he said, do you really want to know? And I said, I, yeah, I guess. And he said, because I get an erection. And I said, okay, well, you stay out of the covers. And I kind of just went on to read. And he started, started to explain to me um, he, what, why. And then he got, I could tell he got kind of... What, did, what was his explanation of why? Well, he couldn't really form a sentence. I mean, he was really embarrassed. And he was like, you know, the heat, and uh, he said... I energy. think he did an extraordinarily good job for a 12-year-old. I think, Renee, you, you've got to understand you, that your son is, is a much more grown-up child than you're willing to accept. Mm-hmm. And he did a really nice job uh, that perhaps he shouldn't have had to do. I think you need to say to your son, listen, you did a really nice job. Uh, from now on, you can read your old stories, and, and you and I can, can talk about things in the living room. Okay. Okay? Yeah. But this, this is, you're, you're seven years past when this should have stopped. Yeah, and what I did tell him was he's perfect. I just said, hey, I took pause for a while. We got out of bed. I, well, we were just sitting there, and we, we got up on the couch. I said, well, let's sit on the couch. And then I started to read to him, and then I took pause for a little while, and then I stopped, and I looked at him, and I said, you know, you're perfectly normal. 
And I really appreciate your telling me that. Good for you. I mean, think about it. Think about the roles reversed. If you presumably at 12 would not have gotten into your bed with your dad under the covers to mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. No, I don't think that I would have. No, I don't think you would have. Right. But I didn't have a dad when I was 12. So. Well, but you got a son who's... Do, do, is there a dad around in, on, on premises? No. No, there isn't. Rena, you've got to be careful about that. Uh, you've got to make sure that you neither infantilize your son because he's he's 12 not five but you also make need to make sure you don't make him your sort of minor date right um you need you need um to have clear guidelines about i mean if if some if one of your neighbors said my husband was in bed i went i you know came home from the pta and my husband was in bed with my 12 year old reading a story you'd call child protective services there's no difference between dad being in bed with his 12 year old daughter and mom being in bed with a 12 year old son sure and i i you know what i hadn't even it hadn't even i know but you're going to have to and the fact that there's not a dad on premises and the fact that that you and your son may i mean you're not allowed to have candlelight dinners with him you're not allowed to make him your movie partner no, oh, and I've okay. always tried to keep real clear boundaries around that, too. I'm conscious of that. Well, be careful. About, but this is the boundary of mm-hmm. being in bed with mm-hmm. somebody. I so understand. I think you did a nice job. I think your son did an extraordinarily good job. Mm-hmm. I think you did a nice job about saying this. And, and maybe go back to him and just say, do you know what? Um, sometimes I think of you as five years old, and that's not real healthy for either of us. So the next time I do that, you just remind me. Okay. Uh, but but you also need... That's putting a huge burden on his scrying little 12-year-old shoulders. Yeah, you're um, right. But... And, and I, you know, let him read his own stories for right now. He, he's a 12-year-old, and it may be that he'd re- just as soon read stories on his own that have nothing to do with Harry Potter. Right. Okay? Right. Okay. And even if he's reading Harry Potter, he may prefer to do it by himself. Okay. All righty? Yes. Thank you, Dr. Laura. You're welcome. Okay. TheLinguist.com, the power of language.